Can I ask when we a thing I've never gotten correct on this show, and I probably uh-huh. won't get it right this time after you explain it to me, is when you you say the thing, and then we all say our names. Yeah. But what really happens is we don't decide an order beforehand. You go, I'm Jim, and then we go, and then like we both at the same time go, I'm Dryanny, and then like I'm Jenny Black. <laughs> so yeah. Do you want that to happen? Is that what you like here on Topic Lords? I feel obligated to let it happen. Okay. I feel like it's my job. Okay. To make sure it happens every time. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to know how you how y'all run a run your ship around here and the answer is not tight. Topic Lords. I am the one I'm, I'm <laughs> one my name No you no you I'm Jim. No, I'm, my, my name. I'm Jim. And I'm Jen. Fuck, no, wait. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I res- I'm Jenny Palatna. <laughs> Whoa, that's your full name. We have to respect that now. <laughs> Including my interjection. Yeah. I'm Jenny G- F- Palatna. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm going to have to get all my documents changed to include your interjection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, they'll turn you away at the Canadian border. I'm Ryan Ike. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm Jim, and this is Topic Lords, the only place on the internet you can hear hey. topics discussed. Jenny Poladna, <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself, or do you have anything to plug? Hi, I'm Jenny Poladna, uh, still the same person who says that she's still the same person every time I'm on this podcast. And I want to plug, Riff and I just started playing dog airport game. Oh, nice. <gasps> How good is that? I bet it's awesome. We've only done a half hour, but so far it's pretty good. There's some dogs there and we have petted them. Game of the year. Calling it right now. Yeah. My relationship with that game is weird because like I've been looking forward to it. Yeah. And I'm still looking forward to it in the same way I look forward to games that aren't out yet. (laughs) It's like it's impossible for me to start playing it because I can't acknowledge that it's released. Yeah. You can look forward to, you know, a pizza being delivered and then still look forward to it when it's in your house like on your counter but you haven't rolled it up into a tube and put it in your face yet which is how i assume we all eat true yeah i think to complete the metaphor here the reason i can't eat the pizza is that i don't have enough time because i have a three-year-old oh yeah well i don't know what to do about that uh (laughs) my expertise about rolling pizzas up and shotgunning (laughs) them uh in a big tube ends with your child yeah you've never you've never eaten pizza around a (laughs) three-year-old Uh, I try, I try to avoid it. It's fair. Yeah. In the same way that I don't like to make eye contact with my dog when I eat food that they want, I really would rather just not uh, <laughs> another human being be around me when I'm going to do the the dark thing I'm going to do with this hot circle of bread. Dogs are a lot like three-year-olds, except that you can get away with a lot more like neglect when it comes to a dog. <laughs> Yeah, you can do a lot of things. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to say dog or three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, that could have landed anywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, Ryan, would you like to introduce yourself or do you have anything to plug? I would – can I say something? Okay. I would love to introduce myself. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan what were you going to say? My name ag- <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm saying my name again for no reason because you heard it earlier on uh-huh. this recorded medium and I uh, am a – Primarily a composer and occasional sound designer for video games. And oh my gosh, this is the first time I've been on the show and I can say a thing I'm working on that I couldn't say up until now, which uh, of several projects I'm working on that are under under NDA and thus I can say nothing. There's one that is uh, out. Uh, we're being published by Devolver Digital. It's called Wizard with a Gun and it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> and you should go watch the trailer for it on YouTube because I'm really happy with the music I wrote for it and it's pretty cool looking. And then you can go in the comments and be like, I bet the game sucks, but the trailer looks cool, like everybody else. Uh, and then you can feel like you're part of a big community. And that's a good feeling to have. <laughs> they don't say the trailer sounds cool? A lot of, No, a lot of people, the number, you know, this is like easily the most popular thing I've ever put on YouTube. <laughs> like, okay, And the, right. I get two comments over and over, both of which are compliments, but also demands and take energy from me, which is, when is it going on Spotify? And the answer is I don't have the the legal power to put it on Spotify because it is mechanics of a publisher kind of owns this and a developer kind of owns this and I cannot put it there. And when is there going to be a longer version? Or why didn't you make a full length version? Sort of fundamentally not completely understanding how trailers work where you kind of don't typically make a song uh, and then the trailer visuals end and then the song just kind of keeps going in a black void for like two more minutes. Or for years. <laughs> or it could be an Eric Satie piece and 
a team of different musicians have to come into this church and hold one note on an organ for seven hours a piece and shifts yeah. forever. Yeah, and when one of them dies, they have to find a new organ. Exactly. <laughs> or hopefully they die and they fall over onto the organ keys. Oh, that's that's so convenient when that happens. Like, thank God. It's a cluster chord, but we'll take it. Um <laughs> Yeah, so both those both those things are very nice. Why is that? Why do we have live people playing the organ when we could just have we could just put dead bodies on the organ and achieve the same effect? Yeah, or less morbidly, rocks uh, or <laughs> yeah. books or anything that doesn't okay. require a corpse. But <laughs> you're bringing a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas energy to this podcast, Jenny, and I appreciate that about you. <laughs> I am the the Jack Pumpkin Skellington of this. I've never seen. <laughs> Are that became apparent two me. words in when you said Jack Pumpkin Skellington. <laughs> Skellington. He's got a name kind of like He is that. the Pumpkin King. You are you're actually extremely close. Okay. I'm going to give you an honorary honorary pass as someone who watches that movie twice a year. Guess what holidays? That's right. Arbor Day uh, and Bastille Day. <laughs> and Labor Day. <laughs> it's a very pro-worker movie if you really analyze it uh, while you're completely high and off your ass. Anyway, I make music for video games. Sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody, no, you should be apologizing that that trailer song isn't longer. I, I started out that way. Now I'm just going to try to make a longer one and put it on the soundtrack so everyone stops yelling at me. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen the trailer, but the title Wizard with a Gun seems like, it seems like a good idea. Like yeah. uh, Star Wars is Wizard with a Sword. Yes. But it's with a, with a gun instead. We've been getting a lot of comments like Dirty Harry Potter- and other kind of like fun like oh, plays on it like that. Yeah. I can't remember any of the other ones, so I wish I hadn't gone down this line of exploration because I, I thought I would have three that I could remember from the comments, and I remembered one. <laughs> so this is bad podcasting. I came up with Merlinger Rifle, but I think it needs workshop. <laughs> I like that, though. There's some <laughs> – that's going places. Backwards in time. <laughs> Every time I'm on here, we talk about Merlin. Did you? I didn't notice. This is yeah. why I'm, well, last I'm glad time. we're finally lining up on this show, because I, I like a Merlin. Yeah. I fuck with Merlin. What do you know about Merlin? Yeah, Merlin's good. When he nut in space, he, he go backwards, backwards in time. In time. <laughs> <laughs> he yes. visit Cretaceous period when he get off in space. Do you, either yeah. of you remember, you know how like the legend of King Arthur is full of magic and wonder and, and informs a lot of like our modern fantasy? And then you remember in like, mm-hmm. I want to say like 2002 or 2005 they made a movie called king arthur and they were like what if we took all the magic shit out and there were just a bunch of dirty people fighting on a frozen lake and like merlin was just like a guy who didn't bathe who lived in the woods uh do y'all remember do you remember that do you remember that <laughs> no no <laughs> sounds like a really bad idea well you'd think so but you're not a jenny you're not a hollywood executive you see <laughs> That's what true. what's the one thing when you hear a king arthur legend what's the one thing that you get so tired of and you hate all the fucking the stupid magic. magic. Thank you. Yes. So annoying. <laughs> yeah. Why does this coach just burst into flames? It's bullshit. My coach doesn't do that. That's not relatable. I'm an 18 to 35 year old white male and I need to be able to relate to this movie. <laughs> Why can't he just go buy a sword? Like at the like mall. At the, like right, go, to like the, at the, go to the katana <laughs> shop. <laughs> at the store next to Spencer's Gifts and get a fucking broadsword. Yeah. Idiot. Pulling it out of a stone. Yeah, What's the and point like of that? Legend of Legend of Zelda shaving mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and a lenticular picture of a tiger. See, it's not hard to be king. <laughs> Any idiot can yeah. do it. Here's the here's the thing that I know about King Arthur. There's just the one thing. There was a text adventure in like 1997 or something. Jenny, you might know this. I think it was an IF comp entry where you play as King Arthur and the only puzzle I remember from it is when like your wedding ring is stuck under the bed and you have to sweep it out from under the bed with Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> a thing like... A, I missed this one. <laughs> a drunk, divorced <laughs> King Arthur would end up doing at some point when he can't let go. Oh, that's good. At least it was his wedding ring and not like a chicken it wing. It might have been a chicken wing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. That just shot up to the top of my must play uh this year list that's fine yeah if you want to play some text adventures i can recommend some oh you are the first person on earth that i would pretty much go to if i was like i need a text adventure right now and no none of that thimbleweed park shit that's a lovely game it's made by wonderful people and you should play it i want something that's gonna like jack me all the way up and make me not be able to sleep tonight like a high energy 
text game? Like something, no, like something that's so befuddling and baffling that it got made, which is sort of the realm that I feel like Jim lives in. He's he's so capable well, of- The fun part of sex <laughs> yeah. adventures is they're, they're kind of all like that because they're all like passion projects made by a single person. Mm-hmm. And th- thus there is no editing. <laughs> Right, and and also there's no such thing as like I'm gonna do the commercial thing because it's gonna make me a bunch of money. Yeah, I'm just gonna do whatever I think makes an awesome game, and sometimes it makes an awesome game. Yeah, there was a game in IF Comp, uh, I don't know, ten or eleven or something that uh, started as a very serious dramatic murder mystery, and then I guess they just ran out of energy because you went into the into the next room and there was like a choo-choo train with a 4chan reference and it was like you see a choo-choo train 4chan reference and then the game ended what was this cragney manor riverside no cragney manor makes sense i spent a lot of unpaid time making Crag. okay it doesn't super make sense but it makes more sense than it has any right to because what you described sounded a lot like, uh, what do you call the thing where you draw each of you draws a third of the picture? Oh, yeah. The, oh, I was going to say exquisite corpse, but I don't know about that. That's the phrase I was thinking okay. of. It sounds like an exquisite corpse okay. where one person wrote the first half of the text adventure and the second person wrote a 4chan reference. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar to this thing we had to do in fourth grade in my fourth grade class where it was like, Everybody gets a piece of paper and it has one sentence at the top, a bunch of blank space in the middle, and then one sentence at the bottom. And everybody's sentences were different. And they all, all the sentences formed these like blips throughout a interconnected story. But mm. all of us kids each wrote the filler. So it was like, you know, Mr. X walks in the room and he's threatening and he's holding a gun. And then I get to write my section. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be the person who redeems this Mr. X character because he's clearly meant to be a villain and wouldn't it be cool if he turned out to actually be trying to help the main character. And then everybody else made Mr. X like uh-huh. he tries to shoot you with his gun and they ruined my art because I had this whole thing planned and the point is this seems like a bad way to maybe make stuff. Yeah. It's too bad I work in video games, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Are we ready to start on some, on some topics? Sure. Uh, Jenny, your topic is Video games providing an illusion of competency and how jarring it is when they don't. Yeah. So I started playing this this game that I'm super enjoying right now that's called uh, Such Art Genius Artist Simulator. And the premise is that um, you have taken a, a DNA career competency test and it has come back that you are a genius artist uh, and they set you up with a, with a little like Unity space studio with a bunch of a bunch of like physical physics objects that are paintbrushes and paint and canvases and they let you make just terrible paintings with your actual like your writer art skills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I thought that was that was really interesting. I mentioned it on Twitter and Sam Ashwell pointed out that all video games praise you for things that you're not actually good at i was like yeah but most video games also provide the illusion of you being good at the thing yeah Mm -hmm. you know like even though you couldn't actually kill a dragon in real life probably i couldn't i don't want to speak for you two but they provide you a dragon that can be killed with a series of button presses and then you press the buttons and the game's like oh here's a dead dragon good job you killed a dragon you're king now Right. It's not you who's the badass. It's your avatar. All all it takes is for this dude to just swing the sword a couple of times, and there, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like, he's so good at it, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, um, a scene in Fahrenheit, or Indigo Prophecy, whatever it was called. Mm. <laughs> Both of those things. <laughs> Where... Uh, <laughs> you are you do a, ser- a series of like quick time events that your character does this really graceful like skate routine and then it switches so your avatar is this other dude who isn't a good skater and you do a similar <laughs> series of quick time events that's just as hard and your reward is that this guy doesn't like fall on his ass and he he's <laughs> but he does an extremely clumsy skate routine following them <laughs> i do think that's like a an interesting way of conveying like kind of the essence of these characters just through gameplay. And and it's something that video games don't usually do. Usually they just have you be the badass. Even when the game is very difficult, 
they they still frame everything as if you're a badass. Yeah. It's always the power fantasy. It's always the illusion of hyper competency with you supposed to be channeling your yourself into this person on the screen who's doing this dope shit, even though like you're moving a bunch of digits a fraction of an inch every now and then in real life. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's fine motor control motor skills are just as important as gross ones. <laughs> <laughs> I understand Jenny what you're saying cuz I I agree with you that like it is it is a really interesting thing to think about that it's like okay I'm I'm not doing much. I'm manipulating a controller that I'm familiar with. It doesn't take much energy to do this in most games. And then my character is like cartwheeling off of a robot's face and like slicing it in half with its like cyber katana or whatever <laughs> the fuck. But like I'm moving the opposite direction during this this here COVID where the less I can do in real life and it's already not much. And uh-huh. the more dope the thing my avatar does, I'm always like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> like I actually. the <laughs> Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The more that divide is at this point, I'm just like, if I can like think about like playing mario kart right like we don't really think about think about Uh this but like if uh you're driving behind a wario and he's got that nice big shiny purple caboose and you just want to fucking slam it (laughs) you know link to my fanfic in the in the show notes but i'm talking about with a projectile and you throw a green shell at it and you hit him and you knock him off and you feel amazing but what think like the mechanics of what happened are while piloting a vehicle going like roughly 40 or 50 miles an hour and skid turning around a turn which already takes like a proficiency with motor vehicles that most people don't have without flipping over you were able to throw the exoskeleton of a creature at the back of somebody (laughs) and hit them with a perfect trajectory with your Uh physical fucking human strength while they're like a hundred yards away and do it with such force that their physical metal and ball bearings and plastic vehicle rolls off the fucking side of the road like if i did that in real life i would be oh my god i would be a hero of legend and here i'm like i move my fucking Uh pointer finger a half of a fraction of an inch i'm like i'm i'm good at racing (laughs) all right first of all those shells are explosive i have never seen those explode they just shatter into a i guess that's what a grenade does doesn't it (laughs) it just turns into shrapnel (laughs) and it's the pieces to get you i wish i rescind my objection secondly are we talking red shell or green shell i'm talking in this metaphor it's a green shell like yes that takes some skill because if it's a green shell i miss all the fucking time with the green shell. <laughs> Blue shells where it's that's that's true. At. And I, that's the thing though, Jenny has a good point. Like I still fucking feel dope when I do that. And dog, that's going to kill somebody for sure. <laughs> that's the whole thing. <laughs> and I still like, yeah, got him every time in my brain, even though it's like, yeah, you did idiot. Like it's the only thing <laughs> it can do is get him. Yeah. It would be more impressive if you didn't get him. That would be a feat. Yeah, then I should feel accomplished. Like a, if you're a blue shell pacifist. Uh. <laughs> and you have to like not lose the race, but still specifically skid around a turn where you manage to like huck it into like a, a road cone or something just perfectly so it like shatters before it can get to the number one. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is almost verging on something like poetic and meaningful, and I'm not going to get there, so don't get your hopes up. But <laughs> <laughs> you should, like, in the way that, like, whoa, I killed this dragon with, like, ten presses of a button on a piece of plastic in my hand. Who gives a shit? If you manage to, like, not kill the dragon, you know what I mean? Like, yes, you're still just holding a hunk of plastic, but if you manage to, like, subvert the th- only thing the game wants you to do and, like, be what a pacifist. What if you could talk to the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> what if you could get him to, sh- to share his pain with you? Then you should actually maybe feel accomplished. Like, if you can get through Doom and not hurt a demon and just be like, well, they, you know, some of these guys could turn it around. I know that's a fucking skeleton <laughs> with rocket packs sticking out of his fucking spine uh, and his mouth shoots lasers, but like, he could he could come back. That skeleton probably has a wife and kids. He could be an ass <laughs> Yeah. That also shoot lasers and fly. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine being the only skeleton in your family who couldn't shoot lasers. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, the shame. The so shame sad. you would feel every day. Yeah. There's a um a mod of Doom that JP LeBreton made that I can't remember the name of, where it's kind of like if Doom were Animal Crossing and you could go talk to all these demons and they would give you little quests like they need a Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's extremely good. Completely like nonviolent, like I'm just I'm just in it I'm just down right now. I need to pick me up and they give you send you on an errand. <laughs> And they all tell you their little, their what's happening to them today. Like they had a bad day at work. And wow. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> That's awesome. It is very good. Yeah. If you remember that, put it 
If you do show notes, I yeah. keep talking about the show notes like I know they exist, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they definitely exist. exist, and I keep saying I'll put things in them, and sometimes I remember to. Okay. As somebody with ADHD who forgets things literally after I say them, uh, but you do it. You do it good, and you remember that and put that in there. And then okay. I will definitely be trusted to remember to read the show notes that you send me and go, here's the show notes. And I'll go, great, <laughs> yeah. I'll check those in 10 minutes when this will be an impossibly dark void of time that I will never be able to reclaim in any way whatsoever. But do put them in there for me for when I do that. I went up 20 milligrams on my ADHD meds. And the effect that I noticed was I, I went out with some people. And two hours later, I still remembered portions of the conversation. Whoa. I was like, God damn, these are really doing something. Hot damn. I would love to get to that point. That's right? That's like yeah. basically like telekinesis to me at this point. Yeah, right? Who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ryan Ike. And I'm Jenny Pologputhna. <laughs> So the mod's name is Mr. Friendly. That's extremely excellent. I'm going to put that in a tab right now. So tomorrow when I wake up and I'm like, the fuck is Mr. Friendly? Uh, (laughs) A few seconds of investigation will prove. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. Uh, Are we ready for another topic? Sure. I don't think we solved Jenny's at all. Are we supposed to solve them? I don't know. Uh (laughs) (laughs) We're supposed to fix it, right? Sometimes we're lucky lucky enough to solve a problem. Like... I think we're in a better position than most people in the world because we all make video games. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, Ryan, when you fix this with your music, let us know and I'll update the show notes. <laughs> I'm, my job is nothing if not to heal the creative mistakes of everyone else on a dev team. That's what, that's what composers can do and have the power to do, definitely. <laughs> all the really bad games with awesome music that everyone loves. You know, yeah. you know all those? Well, I mean, yeah. there's historical precedent for this. There's like the Rob Hubbard on the Commodore 64. People would buy games just to hear this guy's music. Oh, wow. I aspire to that. That's dope. Yeah. It's extremely good. Because my experience has always been, and this is not meant to be better, but it sounds super bitter. Or maybe it is. Uh, is that if you, you can write a fucking, I've written some of my best stuff, I th- I think, on games that just, you know, everyone tried really hard and everyone was putting in 100% and like I'm not throwing anyone under the bus. We're all, everybody, nobody tries to make a bad game, uh, but the game didn't do so right. well. And then nobody, nobody discovers that soundtrack. You know, it's like, yeah. I'm, it's riding on the back of this thing that is flying into the stratosphere. So if you can become a Rob Hubbard, that was his name. Yeah. Right? And just like fucking yep. people are buying games. They don't necessarily care to play just because you're yeah. portion well, of it I guess the problem is that like nowadays they have YouTube where you can just load the, play the soundtrack there. What's that? Is that like a big CRTV that everyone shares, or <laughs> oh, it, it's just a like a tu- like a cardboard tube that's shaped like a U, and you you speak into one, one end of it, and someone anybody else can like come and put their ear on the other end. Oh, well, it's going to be years before th- that technology proliferates. I'm good for a while yet. <laughs> yeah, but it but if you happen to like play that music into one end of the tube, then the person on the other end might not buy the game because they can just hear the music that way. Because the stupid tube is just feeding them everything they need. Yeah. We got we to gotta put a stop to this shit. Yeah, you got to be careful. Can we stop the show right now? Yeah. My livelihood kind of depends on music not being able to be gotten <laughs> by anyone anywhere all the time <laughs> with no effort whatsoever. So what you could do instead is you could put like vinegar in one end of the tube and then the other person is like, oh, I'm going to pirate this guy's music. And instead they get an earful of vinegar. That'll teach him. Oh, I thought this was a medium distribution platform, but it's just a fruit fly trap and it sucks. I don't want this. It's the medium is vinegar. I know that works because our house has fruit flies. I'm sorry. I got one of those uh, those little traps that, that apparently sucks the insects in. You mean a vacuum cleaner? Yeah. Actually, a vacuum cleaner was great for normal size houseflies the last time I had a normal size housefly infestation. I feel really bad uh, leaving them in the little bag to die, but- That sounds like a pro tip. Yeah. No, they just- You get the hose out and you just chase them around and then- shoop. Hell Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got um psoriasis patches like on a couple on, on a couple of my legs and the flies love that shit. They just land on them all the time. Oh dang. I don't feel bad at all about leaving the flies to die. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, they they don't deserve life if that's how they're going to act. First of all. No. Why do they like your psoriasis patches? Possibly because they ooze a little bit. And cool. It smells it's, it probably smells like this is like rotting meat. <laughs> or at least oozing meat. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. I like that you and this is not a comment on anyone's psoriasis. Like psoriasis is just something <laughs> people have who gives a shit. This is I'm not slagging that. But uh-huh. I I had the visceral reaction of like if I and I have my own all over genetic skin condition. So again, on multiple layers, I cannot talk shit. Uh, and that's not what I'm doing. But like, yo, I just thought about like if I had psoriasis and I had connected the dots the way you did where it's like, well, fruit flies like to land on it because it's a different texture and it there's a little bit of ooze and it probably smells like rotting meat. And then you just stopped and were able to continue living your life. And I would have like spiraled into a fucking philosophical hole about how I'm just rotting meat, except we're all just rotting meat, but I've started early. And like it would have just <laughs> gone downhill from there. Oh, no. And you were able to just like pull up and be like, well, I'm not going to do that. And then <laughs> just like dipped out oh, of it. I've, yeah, <laughs> no, I've been through my death spiral like i did that decades ago so okay you've already been down there (laughs) yeah there's nothing down there it's not that great you can just skip it (laughs) this should have been cut content i woke up today thinking like you know literally nothing we do is gonna matter unless we beat the curve on getting to a new solar system before the sun's supernova oh well i'll tell you what like it doesn't matter anyway because eventually all the suns are gonna go out so Oh, dang. Nobody's making new sons? Sorry. <laughs> Seems like a huge oversight. Rough. <laughs> uh, well, then, I guess it doesn't matter what we do. So that's cool. We can do anything. You have to find the happy medium of, like, thinking a little bit into the future without thinking too far. Yeah. And then you can pretend that life has meaning. It's a tricky needle to thread, but I'm I'm up for it. Yeah. Like, you're going to die someday. Everybody you what? care about is going to die. I'm sorry. Hold on. Go, can we go back one <laughs> What was that first thing you said? You're going to die. Everybody you care about is going to die. Oh, my God. But. What, what do you mean, but? Uh, I'm just like reminding you of the existence <laughs> of butts and how cool they are. <laughs> I like yeah. to punctuate my heavy, <laughs> dark philosophical ruminations with reminders <laughs> that ass is there somewhere <laughs> around Especially you. Especially that. You got to leaven the, the darkness with, you know, a little bit of levity. I want to finish my thought here because even if I can't help Ryan, maybe I can help you. You and everyone you love will die, but the human race goes on. And if you can make the mental switch flip to identify and empathize with humans and not just the specific and ephemeral humans you care about, I think that's the secret to being okay with death. And of course, you have to then ignore the fact that one day all humans will die, whether that be tomorrow or a billion years from now. But it's, you know, it's a, it's a balancing act. Anyway, good luck. That that thick, glistening purple Wario butt <laughs> that everybody just wants to slam. That's right. So, so juicy, begging for that fucking shell. <laughs> begging for that hard shell. Okay, well, I learned I uh, will leave this mortal coil someday on Topic Lords. Didn't ask for it. You'll leave this mortal coil on Topic Lords? Well, I might. But the show's not over. There's still time. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. What? Oh, no. If, if this show goes on long enough, like on episode 300 or whatever, somebody's going to die while recording the show. That's when you know you've made it. I want to make a request right now, which is that if I die on the show, you do have to still – I would like you to air that portion. Please do not edit my my expiration <laughs> out of it. <laughs> what? Okay. Is it going to be a real expiration noise or are you going to get some celery and some salami? If I if I have time and enough bodily <laughs> function to get to my refrigerator, I'm definitely going to do some produce murder before I go down to really juice it, you know? <laughs> what you should do is you should do that right now. Like, get the celery. It's like writing your living will as a sound designer. <laughs> we'll, we'll clip it out of this show and we'll insert it into the one where you die. Oh, wow. See, that's thinking about the future. It's, it is thinking forward, but my problem is like, what if I get some carrots and some rutabagas and some celery and I crack them up real nice and it's a hideous like bone gnashing crunch of me being destroyed by like a piano falling from a big height. And then I just, I die of like <laughs> high blood pressure. What do you, now what? Was <laughs> <laughs> your blood pressure high because your blood vessels were full of bones? <laughs> I mean, I, God, I hope so. Otherwise all that work will have gone to waste, you know? I keep trying to explain to you that that's not how necromancy works. <laughs> but I don't listen. How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> you don't listen. I think this is a really good idea. 
instead of giving people birthday presents, what you do is you write them a song to play at their funeral. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you just hand them a USB stick and they're like, okay, you can't listen to this now. Shh, this only yet. plays at your funeral. Oh, so you never get to hear it. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're going into the great unknown mystery of what Ryan's funeral song for them is. Instead of gifting them like, here, I got you a gift card to, to be Dalton's. Are those still open? It's like, here's <laughs> here's, a, here's a layer of mystery that will haunt your the rest of your living days uh, forever. That's good shit. I might actually have to do that. Yeah. Jim, when's your birthday? Jenny, when's your birthday? No, unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, April, uh, mine's mine's August twentieth. Jim is April April tenth. Tenth. Yep. So you got you got some time. You got uh several months to write these songs. Here's what's gonna be fucked up though is like <laughs> you don't listen to the song, but like you put the USB drive in, and it's just like chicken scratch, like it's in Cyrillic or whatever. But like <laughs> Jenny's is like eight gigabytes, and Jim yours is like. 27 kilobytes long would you <laughs> it's a would, mini yeah. <laughs> would you choose to take that personally or would you trust me and go i this is what he meant for me like this will be what sends me off to the afterlife <laughs> or would you get offended immediately at 27k that's like a fraction of a second does that count as music i mean like philosophically speaking is it music if you're asking a question you don't want the answer to I guarantee that. You sure you want to do this? Because I went to really? fucking grad school and this was all the shit that I heard about. Listen, oh, I hated listen. every second of it. Dr. Ike, I want to know. <laughs> uh, if you believe it is, the very shortest answer I can give you based on my fucking master's degree, which I am cradling in my arms right now. I'm keeping it away from the mic so you can't hear it rattle, but it is there. Is that there have been so many people who do all these wild studies on ways to make music that like breaks the boundaries of music. The famous one you both know, I'm sure, is 433, where it's like four minutes and 33 seconds of silence. And the music is not supposed to be whatever sound happens around you while you're sitting there in silence. And you're supposed to try to receive it as music. It's not that this is nothing. Whether or not that song counts as music depends on whether like someone else happens to start playing a song. While the other song is playing. I mean, I'm in the audience of this John Cage concert. I'm just going to whip out a flute and start going to town. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. 433 to me sounds like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds because somebody parked their car outside the school uh, <laughs> and didn't turn the radio off. So I love that song, actually. You know, I've told, I've told a bunch of these stories on the show where it's like, if I blow this sheet music up to the size of a billboard, this blank sheet music, and I shoot it with a machine gun, and I put notes where all the holes are, a real thing that happened, now that's music sounds like garbage it sounds like absolute ass but it's it is it music you can't say it's not if you play those notes on a piano that's definitely music but if those notes they're not even like quantized to tones to like uh to notes then maybe that's just a sound sculpture so i'm so, I, sorry the i muted myself so you couldn't hear me ripping my degree in half <laughs> this, is, this is the sound we want to play when you have a stroke in 15 minutes uh, oh no we know when it's gonna happen it's why that's why that's the sound he couldn't master music couldn't master immortality we just have to keep uh keep invalidating ryan's education until he gets mad enough or my student loan debt disappears. Like, you fucking invalidate it so hard that, like, I never dug this hole for myself. That would be amazing. Fucking drag me, daddy. I don't care if that's what <laughs> happens at the end. In short, I think, I definitely think if I made a, if I actually put the work in to compose any bit of audio that lasted, was 27 kilobytes worth of data, which would be a real doozy to manage to do. But if I did it, it could be it could be an entire amazing sonata that I wrote for you, Jim, that's like eight minutes long. It's gorgeous. It's haunting. It's fucking like sends you off to your rest. And then I compressed it over and over and over and over so many times that it comes out and it's just like, like it's just time stretch it down. Yeah. Yeah. Like it it's could, music, it's it could, music for ants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So what, uh, 27 kilobytes? I mean, I said that as a joke, but now I want to just stick with like, yeah, literally 27 kilobytes. Like it would be like... Text is small, so you could just describe. It could be like the most beautiful symphony, like the way that Dale Chihuly does his glass sculptures (laughs) now. 
Wait, he does that? He just like talks about what a cool glass thing is in his brain to you? Uh, no, so I think actually, I think that's a fake joke because he does, uh, he has some crayons and he will scribble, um, I saw this in a documentary, he, they will give him a piece of paper and he will put like some red, like a red patch here and a blue patch down here and then some yellow over to the sides and then hand it to an assistant and the assistant is like, ah, yes, I see your vision <laughs> and goes off and makes a beautiful What a fucking picture. racket. I love it. <laughs> right. I like he's he's put in his time actually making the glass sculptures. Sure, but that's just part of the grift. He's just like a George Clooney figure uh-huh. and he just leans over to the camera thing and he's like, The real money's in glass. Like he he's got it figured out. <laughs> that's awesome. He's the James Patterson of making crazy glass shit that I'm scared that I will trip <laughs> into and die. Have we, have we, we're still on video game. We're still on the first topic. We're still on topic yeah. one. <laughs> this is good. This is my favorite episode so far. Uh, Ryan, your topic is carcinization. Yeah, so we're all crabs and we're all going to be crabs. Uh, oh, not, not yet. Not yet. We have to turn into crabs. Yes, but we're destined to be crabs. All yes. of us. And by us, I mean every living animal and being on the planet. And- if you are like me, I kind of tangentially heard about this, but I was like, that's hogwash. A thing I say all the time. Uh, if you <laughs> know me, you know I say that. And I was like, that's stupid. But I literally had uh, went to a, a birthday dinner for a friend last night and two of his friends- They just turned into crabs right in front of you. They, <laughs> they, they hit their final- It was a crab dinner. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they were, they were both crab scientists. They met, first of all, after they were both crab scientists, of course, but then they told all these stories about all of these other people that they knew who work in crab, which is how they phrased it. Working crab. Amazing. Worked in crab. Working yeah, crab. Yeah, amazing. Wow. They talked about all these other people that they knew who had gotten together and, and formed couples and, and gotten married in the world of crab. And I just asked them like straight up, I was like, does everybody in crab just fuck each other? And they were like, yeah. Like, <laughs> so first of all, like the crab scientist like community is gets nasty and i love that that's just an that's an that's a satellite floating around this topic that i wanted to introduce but i learned okay. uh Good. that it's a real thing that apparently all of evolution eventually wants to point every living being towards the crab every iteration of humans and antelopes and ants and i can't think of any more animals somebody say one can someone say an animal there's got to be one more emu thank you Flying, flying squirrels, squirrels. <laughs> the, the the noble toucan, uh, all of that <laughs> not <laughs> flying squirrel, <laughs> a regular grounded squirrel, oh. all that shits turn into crabs. Semi flying squirrel. Now hold on, I want to talk about that. Do you imagine <laughs> okay. that's just a squirrel that has like a really long horizontal leap, like the Hulk, but he, he can't get it? Yeah, 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 like a glider. Yeah, which I think technically a flying squirrel. I is see a that. Glider. Yeah, so a semi. Because I got squirrel. stuck on when you said that last yeah. thing about like like a glider, because then that puts forth the idea that you think a flying squirrel is just a bird, like a squirrel with wings that can just chill <laughs> up there for. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a bird. It just flaps its, its flaps its tail and it flies. <laughs> That's how they're getting in those bird feeders. <laughs> <They're a> menace. <laughs> <laughs> Once the squirrel stuck to the skies, the aviary community was never the same. <laughs> Yeah, so I learned it was a it's a legit thing. It was just a thing I kind of heard floating around like whatever, that's stupid. But like every creature's evolution is eventually going to just turn it into a crab. We're all going to get exoskeletons. We're all going to become arthropods or whatever the fuck. Uh we're all going to hold knives in our stupid pinchers <laughs> all the time because we can we can just do it whenever we want. Just hold a knife. Ah. Yeah, and it whips. And so what I've been doing though ever since I learned this information last night, um which was uh, exactly 12 hours, 41 minutes, and 17 seconds ago, during which time I have not slept, because I've been thinking <laughs> about when I'm going to get my crab claws, uh, is right. thinking about all the ways in which right. like my life would be better if I was crab now. It's not fair that I have to wait, or I have to pass on, and then my son will be a little more crab-like, and so on and so on. Like I want, it's my <laughs> crustacean, and I want it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like very accident-prone. If I had an exoskeleton, what's up? Who gives a shit? Oh, fell down the yeah. stairs so the fuck what uh, you know <laughs> you got a bag of shredded cheese you can't find the scissors well <laughs> fucking snip step motherfucker look up look out snip step exactly you're in that yeah, with pinchers i don't need to be i don't need to worry about having hand dexterity and like all these complex chords and trying to work into my music like <laughs> no everything is 
two note combos and that's it. It's just intervals for days forever because fuck you because that's all I can do. All you can play is chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. But how, how many iterations of that can I cook up? You know, this is going to be a real artistic challenge for me. Someone must have designed the precursor, like the getting ready for carcinization musical instrument for crab hands. That has to be a thing that, like, oh my God. someone at Berkeley. <laughs> it's definitely some asshole at Berkeley thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they designed a, a game controller for crabs and they put it on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Crab plays Pokemon. <laughs> I just typed Berkeley carcinization instrument and it looks like there aren't any great matches for your uh. search, says Google. So it looks like we have some work no. ahead of us. No, this is good. It's good to know that okay. there's a vacant okay. space that is needed needs filling. This is this is good news. Yeah. What would it what would an instrument for a crab be? So okay, what can, you can definitely like the the chopping and the pinching. Lots of chopping and pinching. Lots of scuttling. I, I I'm thinking like a stylophone because all you need is the one grip and you can you can move the stylus around. Mm, yeah, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Also, you know, I yeah. think like a little little tiny theremin. You don't gotta have hand dexterity for that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely theremin. Yeah. I think something where you have a pipe where there is like wind going through a pipe and you can pinch it off at any given point, Ooh. like uh, like forming chords on a guitar string, like a like a vent based apparatus. I like that quite a yeah. crab music would sound just by those three suggestions. Crab music would sound lit as absolute fuck if this is yeah. if this is what they're working with. It would be the most like. <laughs> If a regular, if one weird unevolved human being heard like the crab orchestra for the first time, his like head would explode instantly. Like he would not be able to handle it. Okay, here's what I think you have to do, Ryan: is get some electrical tape <laughs> and make your fingers into uh, Klingon Klingon high fives. <laughs> and, uh, play some instruments and record some crab music. Okay, I can do this. That's my that's my homework assignment for you for this podcast. I love it. Man, uh, I'm I'm staring at a harmonica on my desk right now. Like, can I do it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. With the crab advantage, you should definitely be able to extend that Wizard with a Gun trailer song to like six years, no oh, problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, you wanted longer? Well, here you go, you, the- you motherfuckers. Yeah. You didn't say good longer. You just said you wanted more material. Well, here it is. <laughs> Anyway, that's the end of my topic. I'm just thinking a lot about how we're all going to be crabs someday. <laughs> like, I didn't have some big philosophical uh, thought to put forth to you other than that. It seems insane to me that, like, if you were going to pick one creature on Earth that is the evolutionary peak that we are all moving towards. Yeah. I don't know if crab would be in my top 25. It probably wouldn't be the crab, right? Like, not in your top 50. It would be like the like I yeah. like I would pick like if oh shit this was secretly the evolved thing the whole time humans are stupid why are we bipeds that's dumb you can just push us over it's so fucking no barely any other animals do that stupid as shit it'd be like the komodo dragon like they just chill they're big as fuck no one messes with them they have a, a a huge supply of food that they can catch easily and their mouth is so disgustingly vile and full of disease. That if they just lick you one time, if their tooth grazes your back of your forearm, you're fucking dead. That's it for you. It's, they don't even have to try to bite you hard. They just have to like kind of nibble you mildly and then be gone, peasant. I'm over here like chilling with my pile of rotting meat on a beach. That's what's <laughs> up. I don't want to be the evolutionary apex. That sounds like a lot of pressure, but I just want to be uh-huh. Miss Congeniality. <laughs> <laughs> so a shape that I want to know why it hasn't evolved yet. Is just so it's like us, except instead of being bipedal, we've got hand feet and they're just all around, like sticking out in every direction <laughs> so we could just kind of roll. Hmm. So hold on. I need to hold on. I I had you and then I lost you and I think I have you again. So at first I thought you were saying we're human, like human beings, but instead of feet shaped feet, it's like little hands where your feet would go. Mm-hmm. But but you you also have more of them just sticking out in every direction except where your head and your butthole. So you're kind of like you remember that toy that we all had as a little kid where it was like a little ball made of sticky suction cups that pointed out and you threw it at the window yeah. and it kind of it's like one of one of those but made of yeah. human limbs. Wait, so J- Jenny, yeah, are you saying yeah. the butthole foot goes away? <laughs> the uh, I mean, I wasn't thinking in terms of a butthole foot, but I guess there's no reason it couldn't 
be a butthole foot. I was just thinking like somewhere between your limbs. <laughs> the one we all already have. <laughs> like that one just isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that one. Just it's got limbs like all the way around. Right, except on the butthole. So you're like, you want to remove that one. Except on the butthole. Mm-hmm. I don't know how sex works. We're going to have to figure that out. But we're keeping the butthole. Oh, you just touch feet. But which feet? Jim? <laughs> Any feet. <laughs> Seems like a very laissez-faire approach to lovemaking. I mean, like... <laughs> are you Mormon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you, are you, do you have a repressed childhood? <laughs> Were you not taught about the... <laughs> about the many limbed birds and the bees in your high school oh have we heard about centaur world what i have not heard about centaur world i haven't watched any yet but it's been recommended to me by two people and um one of them just explained that in centaur world everything is centaurs like the birds are centaurs and the dogs are centaurs, and the worms are centaurs? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all I know. Also, it's a musical. That's all I know about oh, this show. Oh, boy, you buried the lead on that one, didn't you? <laughs> hum- humans <laughs> and horses aren't, though, right? Jim, did you hear when she, when she said everything? I feel like you weren't. It feels like you weren't listening. Yeah. I don't want to call you out live on your own show, but it really feels like you weren't paying attention. I'm just saying, like, if... I'm pretty sure that humans are... If humans are centaurs... probably horses, but... And horses are centaurs already, <laughs> the, what is a centaur if not a combination of a human and a horse? It sounds like this is a recursive problem. Wait, did you just did you just start your premise with the idea that humans and horses are already centaurs? Because I think maybe that's a, that's, that's a logical fallacy. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. I think this show doesn't make any sense and needs to be revised with a little bit more of a mind towards logical consistency. Everything's a horse bottom. Okay, that makes that makes way more sense. Yeah. Just think about it, man. The entire universe, a horse bottom. <laughs> Whirling arms of the galaxy, horse bottoms all the way down. Jenny, why did you do this to me? So like if if everything's Sorry. a centaur, does that mean that like if there's a if a squirrel is a centaur, the top half is a squirrel and the bottom half is a tiny little horse's butt, right? Is uh-huh, that what you're uh-huh. positing? Is that what you're how you feel? Yeah, I'm just relating what I heard about the show Centaur World. But what what do you feel in your heart? You need to have an opinion on this. I need you to do it right now. Just go ahead and have one right now. Oh wow, which is the correct form of centaur? Can a centaur be like a bird and a lizard butt, and then like? Uh, pineapple centaurs are the top half is a pineapple and the bottom half is a guava. It's just like <laughs> any mix and match at this point. Wow. So I feel like the word centaur already doesn't make sense to me because I know that tar, that's bull. Mm, yeah. But a centaur is a human and a horse. And sen is a cenobite. <laughs> yeah. So it should be a cenobite and a bull. Right. But it's a guy and a horse. So I already don't understand what centaur is supposed to supposed to mean linguistically, which somewhere in my childhood I decided that was how you determine the true meanings of things. Right. Was what did the word mean <laughs> in the ancient Greek or Latin? <laughs> so. Yeah, it's already intellectually bankrupt at the start, and then it's like if a centaur means a creature that is a top half human and bottom half horse, then. You can't make a bird a centaur because if the bottom half is a bird, you already fucked up. It's not a centaur anymore. It's something else. Or it's right, a little right. tiny centaur, yeah. like a little tiny human and a bird and a horse ass. And it, but if it has wings, it's not a centaur anymore. And, it, and if it flies, right, right. then what the fuck is that? Centaur don't fly. So it's like I'm already – I'm gonna okay. I guess I'm not sleeping at night either. It's right from <laughs> carcinization yeah. to centaur world. That's all I'm going to do. The centaur thing in Wrinkle Through Time flew. Was that a centaur or did they – call it a thing because it was a real weird i'm very quietly trying to not admit i never read wrinkle in time (laughs) (laughs) hoping someone else says something that can be like yeah that i knew about that one too from the book so i have a i have another data point here which is that the pinball table centaur depicts a centaur as a man with the body of a motorcycle oh right oh yeah yeah And if it's on a pin pinball table called Centaur, then it's got to be a legitimate Centaur. Oh, yeah. No, you can't call your pinball table, table Centaur. It's, that would be false advertising, and you'd be convicted of fraud. It would. <laughs> yeah. Send <you> to Centaur Court. <laughs> Wait, so is the does the court have the bottom half of a horse? No, because ah! then if the top half is a court, then it's just a, it's a crime against God. It's not a Centaur. 
it's okay. the court it's the, right. it's the court that handles centaur and centaur uh adjacent legal matters and it's got the top half of a judge <laughs> and the bottom half of a judge's horse <laughs> is the plural of centaur centaur because i've been saying it like that this whole time like a jackass but i don't actually know i'm gonna say centauri and then alpha centauri <laughs> makes sense Ooh, i like that are we ready for another topic good god we've only done two of these holy shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, sure. My topic is manualism, which is the art of playing music on your hands. Oh, oh a thing I do all the time. Okay. Do you? Can, you? can you give us a little demo? Playing music on my hands? I'm just like, I'm super fidgety and a musician and I have ADHD, so I'm always just like... Okay. Okay. Like that, while I'm making, I mean, that, is that, that it? That, that kind of counts. But no, I'm talking about like, and in fact, that might actually be manualism, but I'm thinking of Jerry the Manualist who uploaded hundreds of YouTube videos over 10 years ago of him playing fart noises on his hands along <laughs> with like, <laughs> like classic rock songs. Okay. Oh, I just Googled this guy and there are so many. Yeah. There's, there's some, like, let, let's all take a moment. Let, we don't need, this doesn't need to be part of the show, but let's just get a sense of what we're talking about here. Okay. Well, I'm going to do Take On Me by AHA. That's the obvious choice. You know what? In fact, let's just cut that, cut Jerry's Take On Me uh, into the show. <laughs> Uh, I just loaded this video up on a computer that doesn't have my headphones plugged into it, so I can't listen. I'm just watching a guy squeeze his hands. I can assure you it is it is the most tone-accurate thing I've ever seen somebody do with a hand fart. Yeah, that's incredible. According to the video description, he says he's been playing songs on my ha his hands for 38 years. Wow. And I was worried about this guy because he had, hadn't posted in a while. He actually just posted a couple of weeks ago. His video descriptions now say, I've been playing songs on my hands for 52 years. Whoa. Still, still trucking. Still going strong. Yeah. It's just he, he did some hand farts and just no adult told him to stop. That's right. And the rest was history. Ooh. Or they did and he refused to stop. <laughs> and he started kind of greasing up his titles here. Manuel Paul McFartney and the wings. That's cute. See, he's... <laughs> he's he, He's starting to take some artistic license with it. The listeners will have heard it if you cut it in, but my, it's I didn't know you could do that. I thought a, a hand fart or an armpit fart was just, that's what it is. And it changes a little by the way you cup your hands, but he's like creating an entire yeah. discrete pitches with it. And now I feel like a fool and a rube. It's very uh, specific skill. Yeah, this is wicked not what I was doing <laughs> at all. I'm just always <laughs> banging on shit, <laughs> constantly drumming on things, including myself. This is... This is leaps and bounds beyond what I will ever achieve uh, as a musician. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. no, not Nobody needs to be this guy except for this guy. Yeah. And he is. So we're all good, right? At least, at least for now. <laughs> Don't. That's so ominous. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing it for 52 years. <laughs> Neither you nor anybody you care about will die. Oh, thank God. Okay. Oh, yes. Good. That's all I, that's all I wanted you to say. Is that there will be no consequences for me or anyone that I care about in this life. I knew I liked this show. Uh, so we've been recording long enough that I don't think we have time to do the music video, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, no. Well, put that one back in the old uh, in the old chest of wonders and just save it for later. Because the one yeah, I was so excited to watch this and you, okay. it's okay. You have to have me and Ryan back on and we have to save true faith for us. Okay. All right. I'll right. I'll reserve it. Yeah, can you just put this in the old uh, in the vault for us? Thank you. Okay. Keep Thanks. it factory fresh, and then we'll come back. In fact, I'll just delete it from the topic bucket, and you two just remember it next time. Ha! That's yeah, never gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Literally zero percent fucking chance that that happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens yeah. then. Ryan, your topic is: Did you ever play AR games with your own imagination when you were a kid? This is one of those weird things that I, as a little kid, and kind of into most of my adulthood very arrogantly probably thought I was the only person who did this. And then as the internet has proliferated, found out that everybody pretty much did this. But like an example would be, I'd be in a kid, this happened the most often in the car and I'd be looking out the window and just staring as shit goes by. And like a big one for me was like imagining like a cool, like action hero, little, little like miniature action hero figure kind of like running along the telephone poles and like imagining him or her like flipping over them, you know, like when the post would go by 
I had another weird one that I can't really describe why it was this, but it was like I would imagine that the hubcaps of my parents' car would shoot lasers like perpendicular to the road. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to like shoot them at imaginary bad guys, but I couldn't hit the yellow or white lines, like the striped lines, or it would reflect reflect the laser back into the car. So I had to only shoot them when there were gaps. Activate the laser. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it was a blade coming out the side of the car, just cutting things at, like, wheel level. Sick. And then the, the doorknobs were the things that shot lasers, <laughs> and I couldn't have a doorknob pointing at me for more than, like, a millisecond, or I'd be <laughs> shot by a doorknob laser. And that one persisted through my 20s. <laughs> Finally, I was like, this is this is not a thing that well, I Well, the advantage to- of playing these <laughs> games in your 20s is that you actually have control of the car, so you can steer it to, to <laughs> point your hubcaps at whatever you want ensure this never happens to you uh. if somebody parks a tesla near you like and then goes to get in it and the doors pop, like the door handles pop out do you just fucking hit the deck if you're nearby <laughs> <laughs> everybody get down uh, yeah that's awesome i guess you would have to Jim? Uh, my thing was i would find like a spot on the the window glass on the windshield or on a passenger window and i would move my head around to make it dodge obstacles Ooh, that's a good nice. one. Yeah, that's really interactive. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was bobbing my head up and down like a chicken. <laughs> it doesn't. No one. I mean, it doesn't look any dumber than just engaging with any VR game. <laughs> to someone that's on the true. Outside, so that's fair. <laughs> that's true. But the difference is that I could see people giving me the weird look. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of the. That's part of the game, right? It's it's mental as well as physical. Right, yes. Yeah, you were really evolved for your time. I think it's interesting that we all made, and I think everyone I've ever asked about this phenomenon, maybe it's just because you're kids and mm-hmm. kids are just bored and just want shit to happen, but like we always make like an action game of some kind. Like it's like it's always like some kind of action scene. Yeah. It's not ever just like there's like a leaf floating on the wind and I kind of want to move my eyes in a way that makes it sort of lazily, you know, like drift past obstacles or something. Yeah. Like, or it's never like yeah. a puzzle. Yeah, nobody makes flour. Yeah, no one makes flour. Everyone makes like my car, my parents' car fucking shoots missiles and shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a really weirdly uh, validating and I'm trying to think of the word. Like it made me feel really safe, if that makes sense, when I found out, you know, in like my mid-20s or so that like everybody fucking did this to some degree with something in their environment, usually in a car, but just whenever I was like, oh, we all did this. And I thought I was like the only weirdo for so long. And it was just very nice to be like, we all just kind of, we'll, we'll come up with our own entertainment structure at a certain age. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. In a way that now I would just be bored and look at my phone <laughs> instead of like coming up with all the ways <laughs> that the different clothes in this Nordstrom rack are like fun Pokemon for me to collect. We could combine oh, yeah. them uh, by having the, you play the AR games on your phone now. Tell me more. Well, um, I believe this idea originated on this show. I can't remember what episode or whose idea it was, but the idea of like a a Tony Hawk game for your phone where you are you're in the passenger seat of a car and you point your phone up at the phone lines and Ooh. Tony Hawk on, skates the phone lines. That would actually whip pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. But it has to be Tony Hawk. It can't be just any yeah. – it can't oh, just be yeah. any skate dude. I mean, how would you know? Yeah, Tony Hawk, 80s Tony Hawk, or Big Head Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, those are the only two allowed. Yeah. <laughs> or Tony Hawk with a f- feet sticking out from every part of his body. <laughs> Each <Yes>. foot <laughs> attached to a skateboard. Except, except for his butthole. <laughs> On so many skateboards. <laughs> except for his mouth skateboard and his butthole skateboard. Uh, yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything he does is a trick, y'all. Like, he couldn't not land one. It's perfect. Yeah. Just Christair, 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 just like going to get Arby's. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, he's doing all the so he's going to get Arby's and he orders a big Montana and then he does a big Montana. <laughs> and everyone cheers. <laughs> <laughs> he flips in such a way where his his lack of a butthole foot skateboard is really prominent and it's actually kind of <laughs> off putting when it's highlighted in that way. Or it's the only place there is in something. But you know, that's that's evolution. That's carcinization. Yeah. <laughs> That's evolution. That's what happens. How do you do the rotational math for a skateboard trick if just you can just keep rolling indefinitely? Do you, you stop just put counting? little colored stickers on the bottom of each skateboard so you know which one is just coming around again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pineapple's back. That's a 720, baby. He did it. And then you hire a mathematician to actually figure it out. 
<laughs> in real time. If you put a pineapple on top of a hand sticking out Tony Hawk, is that a centaur? Oh my god. Well, there's no motorcycle, so I don't think so. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. I have a dissertation to write. I have to excuse myself from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't already do that in grad school? No, what I had to do... Jim, you fool, you buffoon. You already asked me about grad school shit once on this <laughs> podcast, and I need an excuse to use my stupid degree that I didn't need, so now we're back here. I'm going to tell you a story <laughs> about it. Uh, I Instead of writing like a dissertation when you're a composer, when you're learning music composition, you have to write a final composition, which fine, whatever. Yeah, you could whip that out in an evening. Yes, except it's got to be full of like highfalutin, high-minded academic ideas that break the function of what we understand music to be and thus make the song sound really bad. It has to fit in 27K <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. If I if I fucking slid a USB across to them and like been like, it's 27 kilobytes of pure fucking magic piece and like dip, I probably would have gotten like crowned some kind of like laureate at the school. But I didn't do that. And I forget what I fucking wrote because it was garbage and I didn't like it. I pass. What do you want from me? But you have to get three professors at the school to agree to be your advisory board. And one is your advisor. Uh, and then two are people that you ask. And if they say yes, then they all sit on this panel in front of you and they judge your piece in front of you and say whether you're smart or not. And one of the professors just wouldn't do it. He said it would be unethical because we go to the same school. What? I still, th I still think about that because that's the rules at the school where you work and I go to school is that I pick somebody and then you can say no, but you don't say it's unethical because we go to the same school. This was just his excuse for never doing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dog ate it. Huh? What? That's my story. <laughs> That's what the professor says though. Like, can you judge my final composition? My dog ate it. I'm, it's in my bed. I, I gotta go. What? Um, <laughs> and then it caused this whole uproar where the entire staff, I kept going around and being like, will you do it? And it's like, I heard you ask Dr. Woodward. And it's like, well, yeah, but he said he couldn't do it because of, and then insert the dumb reason. They were like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. And eventually the whole staff just threw up their hands and I just had two people and they just went, fuck it and just let me graduate. So I'm actually not oh. sure I'm supposed to have the degree I have because this one weird <laughs> British music history professor, like, it's one weird trick music professors don't want you to know. <laughs> Master's students fucking hate it. Wait, so so their reason <laughs> was that we can't do it because the reason the other guy wouldn't do it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and that happened to me literally like eight times. <laughs> Are you sure this was a, like an accredited, accredited music school and not you weren't just wandering into a parking lot having hallucinations about going to <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I go back to San Francisco State University, it's just a Jersey Mike's fucking sub shop and I like imagine the whole thing. There's a gas leak. <laughs> Well, you've got a degree out of it, so. Well, I don't know that. I I got to go find the the I, the Manila envelope where I keep it. If it's oh, you you don't have it on your wall, no. then it definitely doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I lost it for a long time. I was very shocked to find it in my closet later. I was like, oh, there you are. There's the piece of paper that says I spent a bunch of money to get a title in front of my name that I don't need to make video game music. Even if this university isn't accredited. Somehow they still figured out how to get you to take out student loans. Oh, yeah. Hard. They figured the fuck out of that part, man. They nailed it on that bit. They got yeah, that, that, that vape shop that you were hallucinating <laughs> in. Is... <laughs> this notary office that I wandered into frothing at the mouth about how Dr. Woodward doesn't know how to run an accreditation board uh, figured out how to get me to take out lots of student loans and somehow profit. <laughs> And I wish them the best because honestly, that seems like a pretty tough racket to keep going and to set up and to operate. And so if they got something out of me, you deserve it, man. And that's all the time we have for Topic Lords. Shani, if this is something <laughs> that you want, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> uh, let's see. I am Horse Wizard on Twitter. No A. That's it. <laughs> and Ryan, if this is something that you want, where can people find you on the internet? I I do want it until it goes bad and then i and then i don't have wanted it but i wanted it earlier so it's too late uh i'm on twitter at ryan ike composer extremely boring at name but that is what it is and then i'm on instagram at ryan ike audio on one of those the twitter one i just do whatever the hell i want if you want more of this for some reason show up there and then on instagram i tend to yeah <laughs> on instagram i tend to uh pretend i'm a professional for five seconds uh, a week and Post about freelancing, specifically in video games, how to get into game audio, but also how to just like make it as a freelancer in video games without uh, completely burning out and 
wanting to uh, wanting to sluice off your human skin and skeleton and, and live the life of a crab. Sounds very diligent of you. Well, I'm doing my best to fight a, a natural force that I have no power to actually stop, it turns out. So, you know, if I can keep some of us bipedal for another couple of years, I'll feel like I did some good work. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for being on. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us to this complete roller coaster shit show of a podcast where we barely got to any topics. <laughs> yeah. This is a good one. This is a, this is a good episode, I think. <laughs> Hi, this is Jim. This is the audio I append to every episode of Topic Lords. Congratulations to our newly anointed lords. This episode was edited by Esper Quinn, who can also edit your episode if you contact them on Twitter. If you'd like more people to hear the show, you can tell your friends about it, or rate and review us on whatever podcast service you use. You can add content to the Topic Bucket by emailing topicbucket at topiclords.com, and you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash topiclords. Patrons get episodes a week early, and you get access to the Topic Lords Discord, where you can discuss topics with all the lords that hang out in there. See you next episode!